0: So this is going to be the transition for me to talk about perfectionism, okay? Yeah, so I finally decided to kickstart this podcast or, you know, as you've heard in my intro, would be a passion project of mine. After like a year of contemplation, like I've thought about starting a podcast since, I don't know, last year or even way before that, to be honest with you, it's just that I did not want to believe it because the the moment I sort of like believed that I want to start a podcast... I have to sort of make it happen and I would like to delay that as much as possible or procrastinate that as much as possible. As some of you are aware, I've been struggling with perfectionism for the most part of my life, you know? Here I am. I finally decided to just bite the bullet and started recording myself after years of contemplation. You know, just really put my voice out there, wherever out there may be, to allow myself to, to make mistakes in the process instead of writing, sorry, instead of waiting and planning for every single aspect of this podcast to be perfect before publishing anything at all. And as you can see from my previous episodes as well, there are episodes where the background music was a little bit too loud or it was not really compatible. At least in my point of view, it grinds my gears because I feel like my whole life I've been striving for perfectionism and it's not something that I can just shake it off because if I could, I would. And Trust me, man, I, I well and truly, man and woman, I, I trust, one, I well and truly know that I'm still a work in progress, you know, I'm learning and I'm constantly reassuring myself that not every single detail needs to be planned to a tea before I start doing something, especially something out of my comfort zone. Oh yeah, speaking of tea as well, I actually consume like chai, Uh, recently ginger chai, but I stopped doing that for like a couple of weeks now because I ran out of ginger powder. Yeah, but I I drink, like, chai or, like, in other words, tea, soy milk every single morning. Amazing, not gonna lie. I used to be a coffee, I wouldn't say addict because that sounds extremely pretentious. I'm probably not at a level of addict where I'm, like, shaking and, like, salivating and just foaming at the mouth when I'm not having any caffeine shots into my body first thing in the morning. But I do enjoy a good cup of um, soy flat white extra hot from time to time. I know that by ordering extra hot when it, with your soy flat white, it sort of like messes with the coffee flavor profile. But hey, it is what it is, right? Like my preference is to have a beverage which is warm enough for me instead of something lukewarm. But to be fair, cafe doesn't really serve at a lukewarm temperature. It's around, like, what, 60-something to 70-something, if I'm mistaken? I think typically 60-something. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But anyhow, that's just way too cold for me. I think growing up in an Asian um household, my dad has forcefully reinforced me or the habit of drinking really hot soup. You know, that fella, You what he did was when i'm drinking soup or whatever it is and i ask him, oh yeah is it hot because i want to gauge how hot it is before i like burn my entire intestines right and he'll be like no 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 it's really cold bloody hell i'll just take like one sip and i'll just burn my entire tongue and i can't feel or eat anything the entire day because it's just like tasteless so thanks dad anyhow please uh don't take this personally i hope haha <laughs> but yeah you kind of Docked me on that one. And also the fact that my dad did once tell me that, um, y- you know like pork lot on like curry and like hokken You know, my dad told me, oh yeah, the, the pork lot is kacang. So in other words, kacang means peanut. So I'm like, okay, kacang on curry or hokken what the fuck? Why are they putting kacang on it? But okay la, I love kacang what? I love peanut, so I eat la. So anyhow, I ate it, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, doesn't taste like peanut at all. <laughs> why are you lying to me, bro? Uh. Anyhow, um. why I started this podcast is because I just want to be completely candid and transparent and just like off the peel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not on any pills aside from like vitamin B12. Of course, I feel like that's really vital if you're on a plant-based diet or vegan diet. Uh, I'm not saying that I am on a vegan or plant-based diet, but predominantly, yes, I do my best to consume as little amount of milk and meat as much as possible. With as little as possible but speaking of meat and milk milk is not something that i crave because i have lactose intolerant um no no no. i am lactose intolerant i have lactose intolerance and the moment i drink milk that it, that's it it's over it's over thank you but meat is it's a bit of a strange one like if you ask me something because a lot of people ask me like yo don't you miss meat haha <laughs> like why are you lying to yourself you you, you just don't want to eat meat I mean, yo, you know, don't, don't don't you miss meat, bruv? Like, oh, don't you miss meat, man? You're just, you're just lying to yourself, bruv? Like, you know, you want it, bruv? Just eat it, bruv. The thing is that it's strange. Like, ever since I started consuming more vegetables and tofu, I consume tofu almost on a daily basis. Like, I just stopped craving for meat. And this is not just because I'm too lazy to head to woolies or coals to grab meat and cook them or whatever it is but even when the option is presented in front of me and it's the same price as you know the vegetable option i would still go with the vegetable option knowing that it's more beneficial for me at least health-wise now i'm saying and what's strange is that initially health was like the sole factor that sold me on this whole sort of like um lifestyle or like diet right now i'm choosing it out of choice because i actually enjoy it much more than meat which is insane but i don't know i just i think i just want to explore the possibility of like okay what meat do i miss at the moment just to like to be completely candid i guess fried chicken maybe like a solid piece of fried chicken but even if you give me like i don't think i can binge on like one full bucket of like kfc I previously could smash probably half a bucket, not the full bucket. But right now, you know, I probably eat one piece and just like, oh God, like, you know, just crack my neck and snap in half or something. Oh, roasted pork belly is something else though. Like, you know, I actually really like roasted pork belly, but the belly part, it's like the the middle fatty part, This is just like way too much, man. Like, what the hell? It's just like jelly. It's like, what the hell? It's like roast deep, what? It's like, Roasted jelly. It's, it's a bit gross, lah, to be honest. Confession I actually do like cut out the fatty parts and throw, you know. I throw. And I told my dad as well, I was like, yo, I want to eat, you know, roasted pork belly. I've been craving for it as well. But please get the part where it's like more meat than fat. And you know what he did? He went all the way to the market one day and he was like, yo, give me the most fat. And like the whole pork belly is like 90% fat. And I threw 90%. It just basically the skin. <laughs> Just see the top layer, you know, just the skin and like the bottom part, the salty flavor. It's like one dot. Probably even like same same size as the skin. So my dad probably buy like, I don't know, 30 ringgit of like pork belly. The value that I consume is probably like what? Less than 3 ringgit. <laughs> just bloody the skin and the bottom part. But, uh, whoa, what am I talking about again? As you can see, these low high trips podcast would predominantly be unscripted because I'm challenging myself to freely express my train of thought without judgment, while knowing that I will be sidetracked along the way of this journey. And one confession as well, I'm extremely insecure about my voice and how I sound. But through this podcast, I will remain open and transparent regarding my journey with vulnerability and self-acceptance. And if you personally struggle with challenges that I've just described, please feel free to reach out to me if that's something that you're comfortable with, you know? Like, I would love to hear your experiences and the strategies that you've implemented to better manage and cope with them. Side note, I would like to highly recommend the book Daring Greatly by Bernie Brown. The author challenged my perspective and kickstarted my journey to embrace vulnerability and imperfection. And if you're not much of a reader, you can check out Bernie Brown's Netflix special, The Call to Courage, as well as her dare to lead podcast on Spotify. Basically, I put on my lip balm before I sleep so that the next day when I wake up, I don't, like, wake up with, like, absolutely cracked lips to the point where I have to, like, take scissors and cut out the skin. I don't know why I just say that. I'm sorry. And I'm sleep-deprived. I might sleep tonight, but I don't feel like sleeping. I think I'm running on caffeine. I think this is not healthy. I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't know what I'm feeling. But thank you for listening. Also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Aaron Lo Zian Wei. So that's double A-R-O-N- L O H X I N W I, Aaron Lo, Zianwei, You want to reach out to me, ask me anything, suggest a subject matter or topic that we want to talk about in the next episode or if you want to be... Aaron, I'm so sorry that you have to edit this podcast because it's an absolute mess. This is your past self talking to your future self. My deepest and sincerest apologies that you have to edit this. Alright guys, so I just want to say thank you for listening. Okay, I think I need to relax. Bye.